moving on. At minimum, you could call R two D two the galaxy's biggest dick for yeah. never yeah. telling yeah. Luke, yeah. "Hey, by the way, your dad. I actually know who he is. Yeah, you don't have to go through any of this. Yeah. I, I can help you. Yeah, with all this information. And I know Obi Wan, and I know that he's looking for this message from, or that this message is for him specifically. We have been through a lot, and it's really good to see you, little guy. So, you know, let me tell you some stories about your dad. Yeah, yeah, that's, and then even, that's funny. It, and they follow that through, whether it's a joke or not. That's followed through to the Awakens, where the motherfucker's asleep the whole movie, <laughs> consciously. Yeah, and his best fucking friend, the fucking guy that relies on him for his existence, fucking C three PO is like, oh yeah, he's just taking a nap. He's just he's sad. He's sad. Oh, and, and he's like, and he's like he he most likely doesn't have the map we're looking for. So no, he wouldn't have it in his. It's not asking. Oh, actually, he's got it. Because Never mind. Like, let's be real. Like in this day and age, like someone would have been like R two, you're we love you, but we're gonna pry you open and we're gonna take you apart and we're gonna find your guts and plug a USB into you and figure it out. <laughs> we're gonna get Ed Snowden on your fucking ass, right? Like, come on, like yeah. you're not gonna be like, okay, we'll just wait to leave. No, because like, he's no. treat the droids are treated like people. They have their own rights, and yeah. they can choose to do whatever. Except they for the want. one that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Jabba's a dictator, man. He puts yeah. you to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. It's tough, man. I think. I think. I think that the Force is controlling everything, and I think that R two has the Force. That's what's placed him in all of these positions where he's surrounded by this family, this legacy. I wouldn't say he's has the force. I would just say he's uh, an instrument of it. In that, why not? Why not that he has that he, he can, have to, can inanimate or can non living things have midichlorians? No, they can't. That's true because they've shoehold themselves or pigeonholed right. themselves into that right into that midichlorian thing, which is the dullest thing ever. I also thought we'd see, um, based basing on Jedi only. I also always thought the next movie, if there was ever one, would show Leia not being the the woman role who's sitting in the back seat and just there to you know look at holographic screens and and whatever. I thought you know well Leia that was the whole big deal, right? Was that there's another there's another Skywalker and Luke's yeah. not the only hope. And it never seemed and, like she was capable of right. That like, even well, what if they're that. not talking about her? What if they're talking they about? Were. But back then no. they were. Yeah, they intentionally. They that, intentionally. That's, that's retconning. You can't yeah. go back and go. Oh, we meant his daughter. No, 30 no. Years I mean, now. but that's the thing is that is that it was assumed. It wasn't completely defined. They literally it, spoke of his sister. Like Obi Wan tells him, "Your twin sister is who Yoda was speaking of." Like he tells him oh, to he his does. face. Okay. Yeah. Well, there. So I need so, to see him all again. Apparently. And, and then Darth Vader tells him, "He's like, it's not. He's like, if you don't turn, then your sister will." Everybody fucking knows everything. They just won't fucking tell each other. Everybody knows. <laughs> That's life. People let That's them his, let people let him kiss his own fucking sister and didn't tell him that that was his fucking sister. Like it's like a family with secrets. Like yeah, everyone's holding the keys. Like R two D two like, dude, that's your sister. Don't fucking kiss her. Through C three PO, that's your sister, man. Like, don't kiss her. Pardon me, sir, but you know, like, yeah, that yeah, that's that's true. Damn, that midichlorian thing really fucks up my R two idea. But, but but it's enough to say know. it's enough to say that he knew everything all along. Unless R two is fine. the distributor of midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> With his little, <laughs> you can't. Nobody can see I what I just did. How is it that when they he taps that into the they, machines? If if the 
the Jedi have almost all been wiped out, right? Right. As far as we know, at this point in time, again, they've all been wiped out. So it's just Luke, right? Mm-hmm. As far as we know. That's why everyone's looking for him. But the Empire made a weapon that can fight lightsabers that a stormtrooper can use. Well, they've had that stuff since the third movie, since the Revenge of the Sith. The General Grievous's um he had lightsabers. No. General Grievous's little soldier guys had little purple staffs that could also fight that. Fight lightsabers. Obi-Wan fought some on the on the ship in the beginning of the movie and then mm. they show up again where they're like staffs that have like purple little beams on the end yeah. and they use them and they can reflect Obi-Wan's lightsaber. So they've established already that that exists. They just hadn't established it in four, five, and six, but the red guards are also supposed to have that ability where yeah, the, their staffs force. have the the little electronic electric uh, things at the end. Rods they just those red guys have probably gotten the worst disservice I've ever seen. Like talk about the most drop ball on like the mystique of characters that are like seen in the background as badasses. You know the the royal guard in Jedi. You see the red royal guard, and then you see them in Revenge of the Sith, and they get their ass handed to them. In Sith, and then in Sixth, they don't do they don't do anything. They just stand there. Stand I mean, there. We never have seen those red guys in action. That's yeah, that's crazy. And like you, Rick, I'm not an expanded universe. Guy. I'm like, oh, actually, Michael, if you you went to the cartoon and saw the Clone Wars, you can see them in action. They have a whole episode dedicated to them. No thanks. Like, yeah. no, Mm-mm. that's that's not how this works. Like, you know, the movies themselves. If you want to do cinematic universe expansions like Road One, Rogue One, and the Han movie or whatever, fine. That's that's fine. I don't need all of them, like he said. Yeah. But that's kind of where I want to be fulfilled on this whole story thing. I don't want to r- check out webisodes to fill in storyline. Yeah, for, I hate that. You like the know, Animatrix. Whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's, that's, again, like, why my interest is peaked with, like, the Rogue One trailer. Because I'm like, ooh. And I get tricked every time. No matter what movie it is, I get tricked by a trailer. I'm like, ooh. You know? But it's the same thing. It's like, I like the idea that it's a part of a larger story right and not again not the story of this family but a political story right of a, a power b- battle between you know two different groups right uh i like the idea that that's connected i like the idea it's connected to a larger scope that we have an idea about what i will n- be unhappy about is that we go back to the same thing and they're already i haven't i don't read it but the same thing on the internet people are like oh maybe this new chick's related to so and so like no why does she have to why does everyone have to be related to somebody it doesn't even make it's not even like probably scientifically but because they want it all to mean something they want it all to matter and they want all these connections to be things that were being kept from them that they were able to figure out people want their movies to say something about themselves People like being able to say, oh, I saw it was coming. I, I heard so many people say, um, oh, well, I knew Han was going to die. Oh, I knew. Uh, it, that wasn't what was important. Like, if you look at that scene, like when I was watching it the first time, I wasn't excited that I knew. I was sad. Like, yeah. oh, wow. I, the moment he steps out into that bridge or whatever, and I'm like, oh, shit. Now I see what's going on. I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't know. I didn't get any spoilers. I didn't have any predictions. Like, this is going to be the movie where he dies. Yeah. I mean, that could have happened to any any other one just as much as him. But the moment he steps out onto that plank, you realize he's doing what any father would do. They would go out there and make one last-ditch effort to save their child from themselves. And knowing, you know, the character might not have known he was going to die, but J.J. Abrams let us in on it. He let us in on it like, yeah, he's not going to come back from this just so you know like it was set up very dark and very ominous yeah. but not in a way like oh i predicted oh i knew like that's not what's important it, that's mm-hmm. not what's relevant like what, what's relevant again is 
the the compelling story of of the family, like you said, and that's kind of what they're what they're trying to accomplish. But it gets lost in the translation of another Death Star blowing up planets, and you know all this other expo- exposition story. Things. Yeah, and so it gets lost in there, and you don't get enough time to establish these characters you know, the heartbeat of who they are, you yeah. know? Well, see, the interesting thing with that scene with Kylo Ren and, and Han is that when the movie's first, like, the very first teasers, my barber, my friend Dan, he's a fan of the extended, he he it reads, all, reads all the books and everything, he watches the cartoons, and he's, like, completely knows everything and how everything's connected or, or not. And he had said, well, if they follow the books, if they follow, if they follow the fan fiction books that have been uh, accepted as canon, then Chewbacca dies at the hands of of uh, Leia and Han's kid. And so when that scene came, I'm like, oh shit, this is where Chewbacca bites it. So when Han goes out there, I'm like, what's gonna ha- how is it going to twist that Chewbacca dies? And then he, killed, he kills Han, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This is the wrong person. It was supposed to be the Wookiee. I, I thought I thought Chewie was going to die too, though. When, when I saw him see the death, I was like, He's going to set off that bomb and he's going to go with everything. I didn't realize the bombs would be so localized that they <laughs> don't kill him. But on the ex- on the outside shot, the yeah, it blows up the entire yeah. thing. I didn't realize that was going to happen. But I thought that would have been pretty poetic to see them both go, you know, but can't kill off the animal, you know. So I understand that's that's, <laughs> that's he's furry and he's cuddly. So that's not allowed. But that seemed like something he would do. Like, oh, really? You're going to. So but. That would have had no consequence. The only way that would have weight is if Chewie killed Kylo Ren with the explosion, yeah. which, you know, he didn't. But, yeah, you know, that that's neat to see. Um, like, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was that part of it. But I also thought the whole time Luke grew up, he knew old Ben growing up. <laughs> Why? What connection would Han and Leia have to old Ben that even to hear about that, to, get name their to son name their son Ben? That would have been Luke's name for his theoretical son not theirs that i thought was funny because in your um in that eu stuff i know just enough to know like that if luke had had a son it was supposed to be ben skywalker yeah that was something jason jason right jason uh solo Solo or whatever so that's a weird way to turn that around like why would han and leia be like oh we had a boy what's a really great name for a boy how about old ben they didn't know old ben they (laughs) They didn't know who that was. And if and if Han and Leia never actually got married, how did they decide to name him Solo? Is that they have to put that on the birth certificate? Why wouldn't it have been? What was her last name? Organa. Organa. Did she, it, did she keep that last name even after she found out she was a Skywalker? I guess. I guess because yeah. she couldn't. She should have gone with a triple hyphenate. She didn't turn her, Organa, turn her back on her Skywalker Solo. <laughs> she had to honor Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> she's terrible. Who? Carrie Fisher's terrible. Oh. She's terrible. Oh. Terrible. Ooh. What? Like a terrible actress. She's terrible in that movie. I feel bad for Wait, her. Wait, in, in the newer one? Yes. They didn't really... She didn't have much that she needed to do. But it, it anyway. felt like she was reciting lines. Yeah, That's, it, was, it was like... You know, they, they pried true. her off of a fucking... Something. You, you can a actually... Line. Can you put that line Well, down? she feels like she's in character in the old movies she you you feel like someone who's heartfelt and this yeah. one it's not even about their voice being different or them being older just you could see it on her whereas like harrison ford was doing the absolute best he could to get into that guy's shoes it wasn't a perfect fit it wasn't yeah, sometimes true. you never find it, it just like 
Same thing I'll say with Godfather 3. Like, I think Al Pacino left the shoes on another planet for Godfather 3 and completely abandoned the Corleone character because I don't recognize who that guy in 3 is. That's my criticism. Other people say I'm being too hard on it. I saw the same thing here where Harrison Ford got into the character just about, like, 92% perfect fit. And Carrie Fisher was way off the mark on that one. And maybe that was something they saw too and they wrote the story around that like should yeah. we give her some powers could we ever see her wield a saber yeah. nope not gonna happen we just <laughs> you I, know I think that's, like, <laughs> see I, her where she is yeah exactly I think it's it's probably my my age talking because it's like again we, we grew up in a time where it was easier to mystify things um, because we didn't have the internet like we didn't have access to like like at the touch of a button, 24 hour access to Wikipedia or whatever else is out there, you know, IMDb or whatever else Wikipedia. or, or, you know, just, just all the, the gossip sites or YouTube channels, all this stuff that you come across sometimes without even trying, you come across this stuff and you see a headline and you're like, Oh, and then it's in your head. It kind of infects you. Like you said, mm-hmm. people's opinions affect you sometimes. And I mean, because back then you could watch a movie and you didn't know the circumstances of how that movie was made, yeah. um, why it was made, uh, why certain characters were in the movie for a certain amount of times, why certain people had a certain amount of lines. And at the end of the day, like some of that is very, very pragmatic stuff, which is like, well, this actor was only available for two days, so that's why their scene's only two scenes. And nowadays we're very aware. It's kind of like it's a, it's as much a parallel story uh, the making of movies is is much parallel. Why are yeah. why are fucking documentary behind the scenes DVD documentaries longer than the movies themselves? You know what I mean? Like why are they self mythological? You know what I'm talking about. I don't have yeah. the word right now, but uh, creating the mythology around something that doesn't always need it or well need it. Um, but that's the same thing here. You know where you have these again, like you were talking about earlier. It's it's clearly a, a conscious choice. You're transitioning. There's no way you're going to make three more movies with 70 year old actors as action heroes, yeah, sci-fi heroes. Absolutely. So it's it's clearly that transitional moment. Um, but at the same time, I wish, I, I, I still truly wish that like I had, like when Han Solo died, I didn't know what was going to happen per se, but I wish I had felt a real emotional connection to that moment, and I didn't. And part of that is because it's the simpleness of always be, of being bombarded with it for 10 years or five years lead up to it where they clearly said the only way Harrison Ford is going to be in the next movie is if he dies. Right. Like that was like shouted from the rooftops for the past like five or six years. Yeah, because he you wanted know? to die in Jedi. He, right. he, the actor, wanted. He knew that that was the length of how yeah. far that character could go. And and you look at like Princess or Carrie Fisher and you're going, okay, this lady's like you know, pushing 70 and she's been through some rough times and she doesn't act anymore. And she's probably hard to prop her up just to stand in front of a camera for eight hours. So we're going to give her the least amount to do as possible because, you know, we got to shoot her, shoot her in this movie, you know? Um, and that's one of those things where it shouldn't affect how you view a movie. But again, at the same time, if, if the filmmakers themselves tell you as much of that story as the as the story they're telling you, it again goes back to like kind of diluting that that idea, you know what I mean? So then again, that that's one of the things that I think kind of rubbed me the wrong way because look at the transition with in um, in Star Wars, right? In A New Hope, the transition uh, between Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, he sacrifices himself, he allows himself to die. 
and as a you know five-year-old kid watching that i'm sure i didn't cry i'm sure i wasn't like emotionally invested in that moment and oh my god he's dead um the only thing i ever thought at that is age is like where did he go why isn't he like blood splattered everywhere and two Mm -hmm. lopsided bodies which was proven in the later movies that that's exactly what happens if someone cuts you in half you go right and that's it um but that's all i was thinking about as a kid but it still was a, a a better transition i thought of handing off this like this is the old wise mentor and his time has come and he's handing it off to the 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 padawan you know literally you know the the and and it didn't that transition didn't feel the same in these movies for me like you know uh with uh leia meeting you know when they meet ray like even though again for all intents and purposes they should probably know exactly who she is you know people change but people don't change that much in 10 years that you wouldn't recognize them you know honey you've grown so much in 10 years right right you should know like that's the same person hayden christensen and that kid did not look alike but everybody knew that was anakin skywalker when they saw him 10 years later right even though she hadn't changed that's yeah <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> but it's the same thing here where like I, I read i did read that somewhere where someone's like isn't it weird that like princess leia had only known ray for or general leia whatever had only known ray for like what amounted to probably a couple of hours but when han solo dies and you know finn's dying at the end she comforts ray she doesn't comfort chewbacca who she's known her entire life and knows that that is the soul mate of han solo right yeah and there's no moment of her going you and i have this connection we're transitioning out of this world so let's have this part of the clarity of that goodbye and saying we're moving on now we're done. Chewbacca's gonna fucking retire. He should, right? Right. After his, he, he's in. He was the only his relationship to Han Solo is based on a life debt, right? Because right. Han Solo freed him from slavery, so right. he uh, has a life debt to him. It's broken now, right? He saved his life. Han Solo's dead. It's over. Chewbacca is probably like I'm 900 years old. Time to take a nap, right? right. I mean, in the in the logic of he wants revenge of nature, but. So, I cried when Han died. I I cried like a baby. That's good. I was very hurt. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure. I think I I'm in destroyed. the minority on that. Like I really do. I think a lot of people had that reaction. And <laughs> Sarah um, was like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I I don't know." You know, I I wish I think you know I tr- I wish I was less cynical now. You know, I th- I think I am, and I hate that. I really do hate that. But I I wish I was less cynical because now when like when I see it's hard to not watch a movie now. It has nothing to do yeah. with knowing about movies or whatever. It's just a matter of just living now that you're more cynical and you're like, well, that's not how it goes and blah, blah, blah. And again, nothing to do with movie making or storytelling, just like yeah. your reaction to things. You know, when you see something horrible on the internet and you're like, most people's reaction is like, oh, great. I don't want to know. Something horrible happened. Someone died. I don't care. When everyone's reaction should be like, oh, my God. The world should stop today while we think about this and recognize this and 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 meditate on what this means. Yeah. And that's not how the world works. Everyone's like, "Oh God, great! Why do I have to deal with this right now?" And unfortunately, like you know, for me, sometimes that seeps <laughs> in the movies. Where I'm like, "Why? I wish I want that wonder back. I really do." Yeah. Like I could tell you, like the 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 part of Force Awakens where I felt the most like emotional was the first couple of minutes 
yeah. when the 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 crawl comes through and the music comes through and the Lucasfilm thing comes on and you're like oh my god and like this I remember this I remember watching this on VHS yeah. I remember watching it on cable I remember watching it in the you know whatever uh, and feeling that feeling I remember how it felt like only only the VHS for years and years and years and I still don't know how but this fucker had like copies on DVD before there was even DVDs and I remember seeing it at his house and being like oh my god you like, remember that yeah we were at your old house over there on on the south side. And we're going, oh my God, like it felt different seeing it on a DVD. You know, it was yeah. still, it was before HD TVs. You still had it on a little regular TV. Right. You know what I mean? And that, that never goes away, which is nice. And I don't, you know, I don't want it ever to, because I think for, that's what Disney was smart enough to buy into. It's that. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're not buying the prequels. They're not buying midichlorians. They're buying that fucking green fucking logo that makes 20 million people go, oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it's and that that fucking crawl because if brand, anyone else yeah. did that same crawl, you're gonna get fucking killed for it. Yeah, you know, even though you can do it on your fucking iMac. You know what <laughs> I mean, like. But. Yeah. And I think oh, there was something I was gonna say about uh, um, not Obi Wan, but oh, so uh, like completely, completely off topic, but still within the, the Star Goonies, Wars topic. Goonies part two. No, no, no. no. Uh, still within Star Wars. So, Vader, a.k.a. Anakin. Eddie Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there no band called Eddie Vader? Fuck. So, I was a musician. So, Anakin. Ten different stupid band names. Slaughters how many young Jedi? A lot. A lot of kids. But at the end of Jedi, he becomes a force ghost. He's he's redeemed from his sins of murdering innocent children. To protecting and... just his son, right? Right. That's it. That's all it takes. Right. Okay. Did, did we talk because, about this before? Be, or did no, I hear this we else? we haven't. But okay. it, but it wasn't just, that bugs me. <laughs> yeah, I I've thought that that's that's my issue with those prequels is just so many ridiculously over the top things that yeah. don't make sense in their own rules. Well, Seeing that at that situation right there, Lucas violates his own rules. Right, exactly, because he already knows how sex ends. He already knows what Sebastian Shaw looks like as Anakin Skywalker, and he's going to replace it with Hayden. And then he doesn't direct Hayden to look nice and happy and smile he with looks teeth. Mean, like a he looks pissed. Yes, it's a stupid, it's a stupid ass scene mug. where I see Luke, this happy young boy that we've taken this three film journey with, and he's finally, you know, come to the culmination of his destiny, and he's got this happy moment, like, oh, there's my mentor, there's my master, and there's my father, and it's this creepy looking guy who's looking down and not even smiling with teeth. And I'm, I'm sorry, but. That's a big part of it. You see the other ones like having like this genuine joy about them. Mm-hmm. And Hayden looks like, thanks for bringing me in here. Let me do this creepy face. And he's looking down. It's just, it's so awkward. And that's bad directing. And, and you and you would assume that uh, if someone comes back as a ghost and you see them, that you would assume that you would see them in the image that you knew them anyways. Right. Not the image they existed in. He wouldn't mm-hmm. know who that was. He'd be like, who the fuck is that guy? Because right. again, we've established in this universe, nobody can fucking recognize people they're related to. <laughs> right. So he'd be like, well, who the fuck, did, where did this ghost come from? I don't know you, dickhead. With right. With a scar on your face. <laughs> did he have a scar? His ghost have a scar? I don't know, but here's it another shouldn't. point. <laughs> is the is the normal Jedi, like in, in real world, you wear the white robes with the brown tunic and in your ghost world, you come back in that garb too because Anakin never wore the Jedi classic colors ever. For one, some stupid ass reason, they had him wearing a leather V- vest or whatever and black shit yeah it was the clothing grace, jo- grace jones outfit <laughs> and then he comes back as a ghost and he's in the classic you know white robes with the brown 
the brown undershirt. But I'm like, really? When did he ever, ever look wore like that? that? Yeah. He never wore that. But his ghost shirt needed to come back in the proper... Would it be really shitty if, like, for Luke, missing all these people and having all these people missing from him, all his father figures dying and missing from his life, and in actuality, like... They're not dead. They transition, and they're all somewhere on another planet, and we're just seeing the holograms. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like on a beach somewhere, and they're all like, let's send them a hologram. It's too far to fucking... It's, it's FaceTime. It's our version of FaceTime. Right, because their they're, they're space ghosts look exactly the same as the holograms of people. Right. Yeah. So they could easily just be alive somewhere else. It's just, it's <laughs> it's just like retirement. Too, it's they're, pre-recorded. They're not allowed to get involved, but they can talk to them. Yeah. Has someone know? done a, like a YouTube force ghost of like Tupac and Biggie? Oh, God. <laughs> I, don't I know. guess that's the holograms that they're touring with now, like the Selena yeah. and the everybody they're doing holograms, which is awful. But you're right, Mario. Um, Anakin <laughs> should have never had redemption once the children murdering thing, you know, yeah. took took place. And as a father, you probably look at that and be like, "Yeah, if my son was murdered after I sent him to this academy to join this elite group of you know do gooders, awesome. and then the main good guy turned bad, murdered my son by at while asking for his help, like yeah. help us out, okay." <laughs> Like oh, that that that's bad story writing. That's yeah. not to me that's not big stakes like, oh wow, now I see why how dark and evil he is. No, it didn't make him any more evil or threatening. He's more threatening in that mask when he's standing on the very first ship in the very beginning of episode four mm-hmm. than he ever is in any of the movies. Yeah. He is more menacing in that moment, you know, when they're all talking about, you know, that one guy insults him about, you know, it hasn't helped you conjure up the plans and he <laughs> force chokes him. That's scary. That's when I'm fearful of him. Mm -hmm. Not all this other nonsense. So that was, to me, bad story writing. That should have never happened. That made it so irredeemable. And I I hope that they learn from that, right? Because they've set up that same exact thing with, with Kylo. Irredeemable. Is it no matter? And, and that's oh, why Ray's gonna redeem him yeah. and save him. And, no, this is a different story. Dad, yeah. This is a different yeah. yeah. Patricide and kids. Has a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, Patricide and the kids. Yeah, there yeah. there can't be a redemption but, for but, someone. But that, that's in why. That sense. That's why. Like, I don't. Again, that's why a lot of that character. I I like that actor, but a lot of that character doesn't work for me, especially like now. Like and like, oh, he's he's a young guy and he's so emotional. I'm like, he's still, no matter what he what he's already done. Mm-hmm. Has already, already you're done. You're pff, you're fucking dead. They should have yeah. killed you. They should have finished you off. Which I hope that had the fucking planet not miraculously created the fissure in between her and him. I I <laughs> hope she would have fucking finished him off. Yeah. And this I I I waited until I saw it the second time because I thought maybe like Mario, I was getting a text from my mom or a text from his mom <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> but I read somewhere of them somebody describing the scene, which never happens. Which is they never show them rescue kylo ren before the planet blows up it doesn't happen and i've read people referred to it like oh yeah and they he tells uh hux to go get him right but you never see him get him and in the space of time that it happens assuming that's real time first off nobody could have escaped the planet to begin with because it it fucking imploded like nuclear like a fucking supernova right so everybody would have died so from what we know about the death star previous and this Star Killer base now is that the first order's gone, man. They're fucking that's everybody, right? That right. was fucking everybody lined that up. That was all the people yeah. that were saluting. <laughs> yeah, they're done. Yeah. Movie, it's over. You want to believe that, right? Yeah. And then they're gonna Independence Day for you and they're gonna be like, Well, yeah. that was just one of like a hundred armies. The forty second mm. order somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because Independence Day sequel is predicated on, well, that gigantic army of fifty ships that took over the United States, that was just a little piece of the pie. Now they're really pissed off. 
and they're yeah. coming back yeah. with more and, and, and more advanced technology. And that, Those are the same thing in Star yeah. Wars. The first order is not going anywhere. And, and it's it's if you look at like even what they use as their own metaphors, it's a cop box. You look at like obviously like especially with the Force Order, there's very much even in the, with the Empire. There's like the fascist, like Nazi thing. It's mm-hmm. very, very even fucking again. Darth Vader's helmet obviously is a fucking German helmet, and so is fucking right. Kylo Ren's stupid leather fucking helmet. Same shit, but it's the same thing. It's like the Nazis, who everybody is like, is like the the standard for shitty people in the universe. Like once they got their ass kicked, like that was pretty much it. There's there wasn't like you know they're scattered around and started NASA and went to the fucking south pole and all the other bullshit <laughs> but they still have never reappeared there was never yeah. like just kidding there was still a million of us waiting which they should have done right like right. i mean if that was their ultimate plan not i think they should have done that <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, it's it should apply in the same way to this universe like you can't say well we have a million soldiers on 20 different planets around like that's not even possible you kidnapped 20 million kids and brainwashed all of them <laughs> and their families they didn't rise up against you and say fuck off and why didn't, in the 30 years that this took place, why didn't the resistance, who is falsely called the resistance... Why are they not the rebels still? Well, yeah, but why did they allow that to happen? They were supposedly restoring order in the universe. They overthrew the reigning government at the time. And in the meantime, in the 30 years in the meantime, the actual rebels, which are the First Order now, right, technically were able to kidnap like millions and millions of kids and make them into an army in this time period without any sort of conflict. Consequence People or going, fight hey, back. hey uh, all our kids got stolen last night, Luke Skywalker. Like, you know. What happened? You know what I mean? What happened? You know, maybe he kidnapped his kids and took them to the temple. Maybe those kids were fucking child soldiers too, for all we know. You know what I mean? But again, like that's where you get like, I'm trying to be cynical, but again, when you're talking about setting up rules to universes and being self-aware, which Force Awakens is very self-aware. J.J. Abrams, that's his whole cottage industry is being self-aware. Like, you know, if he's not making a Steven Spielberg movie, he's making a George Lucas movie now, you know? And that's fine, but if you're going to be that self-aware, then at least correct the problems. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> right. if it's a wink. And now now they're doing that. We're like, oh, ha, 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 wink, wink. Like, fuck the midichlorians. Like, make a joke about that and be like, fucking Qui-Gon Jinn just told that to all the kids. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. Why does it matter? You know, like... And no one else uh, ever talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like I liked the... I d- there's, like, those moments of humor, like, in the new one, which I do like. But, again, the part of me that's just a normal person that likes movies, I'm like, oh, that's funny. But there's a part of me that's like, what? Why? In, in, the, in the reality of this movie, why would that happen? You know, when... You know, it's funny. It's it's played for for a laugh when you know uh, Kylo Ren gets mad and starts fucking slashing up the fucking and room. The two stormtroopers and the two stormtroopers come like, oh, fuck, let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. I'm like, that's funny, but it's at odds with the part of me that's like, would that really happen? These like mindless people be like, oh, hey, bro, let's get out of here. That's exactly how they react. You know what they're saying to each other, which is right. like, oh, fuck it, man, he's crazy. It's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. But they wouldn't just be like, is everything okay? Is there anything we can do to help you, sir? You're the right. fucking master. We're your slaves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And it's like. But what do you do, man? What do you do? Steal my childhood. So, so from the <laughs> so from the points of the of the plot that was presented to you, do you have any legit questions that you're excited about? Since you're you're obviously going to go to see the eighth one, and and so you're going to yeah. be ready for that one to roll out. Are there some expectations you expect? Like for me, everything centers around Luke, so mm-hmm. I'm less concerned with like you know 
some of these other big questions, you know, I, I'm excited to see what it ends up being, yeah. but you know, um, obviously there's certain answers that I think would be cool and some that I'll think that might not make me too happy, but it's sort of like that whole thing with, with Yoda. He was 900, 900 years old and he was still able to get into a full saber battle with <laughs> Palpatine and with Dooku. Oh man. But Luke is going to only be what, if we're aging him properly, how old should he have been in seven? But it's already been what, 30, 30 years, years from him being he was, 23. So he was, yeah. 50, so 53, so 53 or so. So that shouldn't really be old enough to not be at your full faculties because Qui-Gon was pretty old and he was still a full-blown Jedi in, you know, yeah. that Renaissance period. So Luke should still have, and again, just because you're human shouldn't mean that your age is a problem. That's why I never understood, like, well, Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan was too old to fight, and he was already an old man, and Vader calls him out, your powers are weak, old man. Is it because he's, is, is, it, because he, is it because he's old, or is it because he hasn't been using his skills, whereas Yoda is constantly meditating and constantly practicing, and so he walks around slow as hell, but when he needs to, he calls upon the Force to make him this super fast badass, or is Yoda the only Jedi who truly just mastered his shit? Because no one ever carries his skill. Yoda can absorb force lightning. Mm-hmm. He's basically impervious to everything except for his own guilt, which except is again for- his own his own embarrassment <laughs> at losing a I, fight. And be, being the worst, and being the worst uh, teacher in the history of the fuck. <laughs> oh. every single one of his students. Either got killed or turned against him and well, killed he's in children. This, he's in this epic battle, and for whatever reason, the battle ends just because he landed to the ground. Like, <laughs> get back up there, dude. Climb up there. He's up there waiting. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to exile myself. <laughs> he's still over there. <laughs> the, the special feature in, in Sith is incredible because it has this animatronic sequence or this incomplete CG sequence that shows that same battle of Yoda and Sidious in the Senate chamber or whatever. The sequence that was supposed to be filmed made so much more sense than what they put on screen. I don't know why George did it the way he did, but they had it. They had a perfectly good reason that would explain Yoda exiling himself versus what they showed us, which is they're in their battle and everything happens kind of the way it does. But instead of Yoda taking off, Palpatine decides, oh, I'm free of Yoda. And he gets his little buddy or whatever, and they get one of those pods and he actually escapes through the top and shatters the ceiling and escapes out of there. That makes more sense because villains always run. The villain yeah. always escapes. Cobra Commander always retreats. <laughs> he always goes the opposite direction, <laughs> right? So if Yoda was like, oh, shit, he got away. Damn, I failed. And now I'm, I can't chase him. Who knows where he's at? That's a good reason to exile, exile yourself. But he's like, uh, I think battle's over. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Plus, I don't know where my lightsaber's at. <laughs> Brings me to my next question about Force Awakens. Wait, wait real quick. While what? we're on Yoda, what happened to her? Ooh, yeah, from from, as... Fan, from Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah they they oh, got rid of, they got rid of that one quick, didn't they? <laughs> but she was a, it's a girl, right? Yeah. Why isn't she as powerful and she's less hairy? She doesn't have hairy ears. Well, apparently she, she died. The force. <laughs> apparently she died and probably sucked away. Well, no, she didn't get to become a ghost. She did. They interact with each other. They're obviously the same race race of creatures. Maybe they had a falling, falling out. out. And that's you'll, you'll find that out in the Knights of the Old Republic movie. She went. <laughs> But getting back to Force Awakens, so the big thing, like for me, in the Star Wars lore of nerd collections and stuff like that, I love the lightsaber. I love the technology of it. I love the way they look. I just think they're stunning weapons. Mm -hmm. So that's stuff you guys have seen. Like I have three of the actual movie prop ones, and I have a couple of these ones that the cheapy plastic ones, and then I have some of the nicer Force Effects ones that look really good in the dark during Halloween. Really (laughs) love that stuff. I'm still, to this day, in love with 
the saber fighting and the art of it and the elegance of it and the technology of, you know, the beams and the way they hit. That's just the sci-fi guy in me that loves that stuff. I've always found it funny after Revenge of the Sith came out where it, it went through my mind. It, it didn't really affect me right onto the moment where Mace Windu gets sent out of the window <laughs> and his body and hand and lightsaber all go falling to the ground. And I'm thinking in my head, like, somebody was walking the streets that <laughs> night. A whole bunch of people probably walking the streets, people out on dates, people going to places, checking their ATM balance <laughs> or whatever. And then, and this giant body just comes and lands and a lightsaber and a hand. Yeah. Like, somebody surely picked that stuff up. And they're like, hey, what does this do? <laughs> what are you doing, sweetie? There's a hole inside me. It's like, phone? <laughs> like, like, so if someone found Mace's saber and Sidious lost his first lightsaber before conjuring up another one and all the countless lightsabers that were just strewn across the floor, you never see the Jedi or people cleaning those up. You never see like, <laughs> you know, sweeping them. Grievous loses four and Obi-Wan just leaves them there. It's like those are pretty lethal, important weapons yeah. that apparently... Anybody can turn on. You don't yeah, have well, to be sensitive to the Force or a Jedi or a Sith. Han turns it on. Before yeah, Finn turned it on, the, Han, su- the... Han turned it on. That same saber. Yeah. So true. he cut the Tauntaun open with it. Tauntaun. Apparently, it's not this mystic weapon, but there's apparently a whole bunch of them running around, and now we only have one that's made its way back. And the question is, again, like Rick said, that's something that could have been explained with you know, 20 seconds more of footage, but that's uh, another story for another time. Mm-hmm. Ah, that would have been a pretty damn good thing yeah. I'd like to have explained. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, and did Han really pay attention to what Luke's saber looked like? He's like, where'd you get that? Like, yeah. the the saber wasn't that and, iconic. And why, and why wouldn't it, if, if people knew whose saber that was, why, why, and she doesn't explain why she kept it or why she's hiding it, it makes sense that she would have given it to Leia since that's her brother's why does Kylo Ren see it? And he's like, that belongs to me. When the hell did he get a look at it? Yeah. The only thing I can possibly surmise force is... energies. No, that Luke went back and got it. And he's like, well, let me go back to Bespin. And after <laughs> Jedi, I was like, let me go take care of some old did, business. Did, did, and did Bespin even if... have a ground, though? I thought it was a gag. Just no, wild. but when he fell, he magically falls through a hole in one of those corridors. Maybe the saber just hit the base. I assumed the floor. it flew out, though. His hand flies out. You don't so you see did, the lightsaber. You don't see the lightsaber it's fly magnetic. out. But the hand flies out. Do you see the, you remember seeing the hand? When it goes, yeah. Little, yeah. <laughs> well, if he goes back and gets it, then he takes it to Maz, assuming one day Ray will come back and get it and imparts it with all these memories. That would make more sense why, that why the do, saber is, is like deposited with all of this right. crap from Luke. So I have a question. Why is it that the most people, the most, uh, this is kind of like an X. It's the thing that pissed me off about the X Files and babies. Is it why do you have the most arguably powerful people in the galaxy abandoning their children in their own for the sake of their own protection, which they've done for multiple generations now, right? Is like they hid the kids from Darth Vader, which doesn't make a lot of sense because they, you could say, well. What were they? Did they think he was going to kill them, or did they think he was just wanted them like to raise them for his own? Like, hey, they're still my fucking kids. I still wouldn't love that them. have been the thing to bring him back to the good side? Like, really here's your quick? kids, like, man. Do hey, it with your kids. Check these two twins out. I've got a girl and I've got a boy. Yeah. I know you're in that mask, but gosh, isn't this cool? Yeah. Now, if you come back to our side, yeah. you can have custody. If yeah. not, we're gonna have to take you to court. <sighs> no thanks. <laughs> Child support's a bitch in this yeah. universe. But like that, like they were hiding it from him because at that point they're like, "Oh, he's a dick." Right. But it was really just 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, who himself was kind of a dick, making that choice for him, like, oh, you don't get to have your kids because you choked your wife out. Right. And killed her. Well, actually, you didn't kill her. Her broken heart killed He's her. He's a wife beater. Her broken heart killed her. Worst storyline ever. Killing kids, that's pretty damn bad. Even worse than that, taking the time to name your two children, taking a look at their beautiful little faces, <laughs> and then checking out because you've lost the will to live. Because you're... You're, what a message that sends to girls. Like, if you lose the guy you're in love with, you might as well not stick around. Drown, drown, the, drown the kids. You know, like, <laughs> seriously, what kind of message is Luke yeah. is sending? Again, bad, bad writing. Because yeah. who wrote Empire? Lawrence Kasdan. Kasdan. Exactly. Who wrote Force Awakens? Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan. Right. So he seems like a tool. In the fucking, in the documentary, he seems kind of like, well, they brought me in and we were just done. Like, Shut up. You <laughs> fucking, this old, you wrote this in the big chill. No one fucking cares. Everybody's got an ego. They've got oh, to, the they got to feel yeah. fulfilled. Great movie. But, um, but the Saber thing I think is fascinating yeah. because I'm going to be really excited to see how that's explained and I'm going to see if they cop out from the other missing Sabers because now once the Saber's gone, it's gone, right? They're not supposed to come back. Luke had to build a new one. If you could go back and get his old one, then he should have never built but, another one. But was is that is that like a rule that you once you lose it, you have to build new? Why couldn't he have just like called for it? it back and it would have like found its way? That's my him. point. Is yeah, that like that's my point? Is that technically by by despite my coolness appreciation for seeing that original Luke Saber, when I separate myself in a fandom nerdy way and actually look at the rules they've established, it should have never come back. That should have never happened. That that shouldn't exist because now they're gonna have to explain. Where's all the other ones? Maybe there'll be some extra storyline that shows. The well, there's market. there's this one guy who has a giant closet with fifty of them, you know, and he you? and he arms, <laughs> you know, or besides me, <laughs> who who arms people with them. That would be an interesting storyline, and now I would believe it because now they've shown, yeah, there's and, consequences and, and, and that, to losing these be, things. That would be a better conspiracy side story is to say people like collect these to take the the crystals because the crystals power like giant spaceships or fucking. Warp drives or something like that, or they use them to rob banks. Yeah. You know, they're like and that, that's a better reason to kill Jedi's than just like, oh, he's a little twelve-year-old, <laughs> right? Just because, <laughs> like, hey. But I, I'm I'm serious about this this parents and them abandoning their kid bullshit because they all they're all just shitty parents, right? Yeah. And again, we're, we're trying to we're, we're trying to separate that from just the normal psychology of like Americans. Like we're assuming J.J. Abrams isn't applying the psychology of like divorced kids to like. A space movie <laughs> so so it's the same thing it's like you have the mom who like, like you said abandoned her kids because her boyfriend left her right essentially right. um and then you have uh well obi-wan kenobi abandons luke skywalker by letting himself die when he could have avoided it right he could have avoided it right and then you have the um the uh, <clears throat> the solo family being shitty parents as well. The same thing, like giving your son to your brother, who at this point you probably know is unstable, right? Because your dad's a psychopath, right? And then somehow in the process of him being there, not only is he being trained by your brother as a warrior priest, so he probably has resentment about that because he can't just stay home and play video games. But also during that time, he's also corrupted by a third party who's evil and somehow you still miss this you miss this and now here you are 10 years later and you're like if you get a chance can you bring back our son which is exactly what the fucking like bitch you should have been getting them back this whole time that's your kid he already sliced up all these other people 
He's already succumbed. He's wearing a fucking black mask and worshiping your dead dad's fucking melted helmet. <laughs> it's fucking time to intervene a long fucking time ago. Because at that point, honestly, and I'm like being a half dick, but when he gives it to Han Solo, you're like, you're kind of a deadbeat fucking dad. You left your kid, you left your chick, and then you went to become a fucking smuggler again when you're 60 years old with your fucking Chewbacca. Like, so that's a one, dick so one might move. say that Kylo's the good guy. And that he's got the noble cause. He's not the bad guy. Yeah, you can always flip that that empire stick and say, yeah, like, they were the stability. They were fucked up, but, like, they ruled with an iron fist, but they're it like, was stability. They're like um, Hook in the Robin Williams one. Yeah, with, the the, with his son, where he turns Jack into a, yeah. wearing the, the, the wig, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like that, so you like, I mean, you could, everyone's saying like Finn saying, oh, they kidnap us when we're kids. And like, maybe the, maybe that's not the case. Maybe all those parents were all deadbeat. The entire universe is deadbeat parents that give their kids away. (laughs) They gave them to the fucking empire for like 12 fucking fanny fucking MREs that they fucking use as currency. Like here's 20 fucking rations for your kid. Sure. Here you go. So maybe that's why they are indebted to the First Order, because their parents fucking abandoned them. That's why they don't have a problem with killing people. They don't have a problem going back to Jack Hugh and fucking zapping all the fucking old pricks. Because everybody's hiding from their past. Everybody's abandoned all of their responsibilities in their fucking life. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm saying it, like, half-jokingly, but if you're going to try to tell an epic story or take another swipe at an epic story, like, be true to that shit. Like, you can't just say, well, we're repeating the same thing because that's what happens. You just repeat things. No matter what universe you're in and what species you are, you're going to make the same mistakes. You're going to be a shitty parent and your kid's going to want to kill you. And then now you're getting into, like, fucking Shakespeare and fucking Greek bullshit and you're just rehashing the same So does this story ever end? Does it have a conclusion that truly caps it? They all die. (laughs) One of those... Yeah, I mean, that's... Like that's does why, it does it? It's a long time ago. Does it matter who Snoke is? Does it matter you know who he ends up being? Was he someone that's been there all along? You know, there's so much speculation about that. People want to know about Ray's parents. They want to know you know what what happened to Luke. They want to know on film why is Kylo Ren so upset that he would do all this? You know, and yeah. so what if Snoke is Luke's ex-wife, and he's <laughs> <laughs> she, they don't say he's a guy. Let's not be chauvinistic here. So Snoke can be Ray's mom. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we don't. Right? We it's, don't... Not, it's not. It's not outside of the okay, realm of possibility okay, here's, here. Here's the things we don't know. We right? don't. There's, know. We didn't see a dick. She could have shaved her head. She got obviously got slapped. Luke probably slashed her. It was one of these deals where they're in bed. They just banged. She's sleeping. He wants to be alone. He sleeps the lightsaber on the nightstand. <laughs> she rolls over because she wants to cuddle, and it's the thousandth time she's wanted to cuddle, and he just gets mad and gzz, gzz, fucking slices her fucking head in half. So then she probably changed her name to Snoke. It was originally yeah. Snooky. Yeah. And she wanted to, <laughs> yes. She wanted Nookie, and then Snoke. Oh, Snoke. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. We, we, we don't have answers to we, – we only have assumptions as to who Ray is. Now, when I was mentioning that she could be a Skywalker and a an, uh, Kenobi, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Obi-Wan's granddaughter and Luke. How would he have a fucking granddaughter? I know they're supposed to be celibate, but obviously they're not. Obviously. Cause Why even, is it obvious? Because they, they break their own rules. You shall exactly. not love or hate. Okay, we'll do all that anyways. I don't give a shit. Only yeah. one guy's broken that rule. Everyone else has been able to stay 
true to the cause. <laughs> I don't know how, but assuming yeah. assuming that's the truth. Oh, uh, so you're saying that Kenobi could have a blood relative? Oh, yeah. That the, he would have. How would they have in, been introduced to each other? The Force. What no, if, fuck, dude. This is where you're getting out of control. What if? What if? What if? What if Luke is connected to Ray because Luke pulled a. A Palpatine or or Darth Plagueis actually, because remember in Revenge of the Sith, when Palpatine sits Anakin down and they're watching that weird sperm opera, um, he tells him the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, and I, that's when I okay, well, I, well, he, yeah, well, he tells him the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, and he tells him he was a powerful Sith Lord who could stop people from dying. This oh, is how he starts yeah, yeah, seducing yeah, yeah, him, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he tells him he was he had such a knowledge of the Force he could influence the midi chlorians to create life. <laughs> Which basically means he's telling him the story of how he was born, because he's basically saying Darth Plagueis had a mastery of the dark, 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 you know, dark side powers that he can actually use the midi chlorians to randomly impregnate. impregnate some woman and create this thing, which is why he's so prone to evil because he's created of the dark side, and so it's like bringing a, balance it's like, to the force. It's like blackfish, like yeah, all till it comes, babies. So, so if that's the case, and that's who Anakin was and and then palpatine tells him you know he was only afraid of losing his power unfortunately he taught his apprentice everything he knows and then his apprentice killed him in his sleep which he's smiling when he says that so he obviously means himself so that to me means that maybe that's who snoke is because if he could stop people from dying and he only cared about himself as a sith maybe palpatine thought he killed him in his sleep and he's been recovering this whole time from what looked to be very obvious like lightsaber scars Mm-hmm. And so that's who that is. So what if Luke, knowing all this story, getting all this history from all the archives and all the whatever from the past, you know, Anakin probably told him that story as a ghost. They probably sat around and had a little ghost Jedi campfire and he probably told him, well, actually, let me tell you one of these stories that my master told me and he told me about Darth Plagueis the Wise. And Luke's like, wow, that's really fascinating. Maybe I could try that. But on the good side, maybe Ray is Luke's not true daughter, but maybe force he used, baby. yeah, maybe he's the, that's the next force, force baby. So instead of a boy, this time it's a girl and is innately gifted the way Anakin was innately gifted, although they don't portray it properly because at 10 years old, it's all accidents. Yeah. Except that he can pod race. That's the only cool thing that they gave him, right? Yeah, like, oh, you have, he has, Je- minutes. he has Jedi reflexes so he can see really things before they happen. That's the only true like mythology that they give him and everything else is random accidents and Jar Jar's accidents that all cause the, <laughs> the movie to end. But you know, um, that would be interesting to see if like they tie that together. Cause the Snoke music kind of sounds similar to the music in the Darth Plagueis story scene. So mm. it would make sense to me that they're pulling that data to I bring this plot. I wish I were, I wish in. were into it that much. Uh, that was, that's really cool. I like that you connected things like that. Like I don't pay enough attention to, to make those connections. That, and that's why I tell you that story matters to me because I want every little conversation to have weight. And if it does, that would give something like that more backbone. If it's just some yeah. random silly thing to take up time, because did Lucas know there'd be a seven? Did he pull that together? Or did they pull that to make that storyline happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out. Snow yeah. could be completely unrelated, but that's why I was giving you the thing about that. In that Rogue One trailer, they show the, the same Bakta tank that... Yeah that Luke is convalescing and there's one in there and there's a hooded figure looking at it. That could be, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe Sidious still kept his body and thought it was dead or something. I mean, who knows? But 
it's neat that there's someone in a dark hooded cloak looking at a recovery tank and we don't know who's in it and somebody is obviously in there recovering from severe physical damage the way luke was recovering from his ass kicking in empire yeah so if that's the case a lot of that would explain why ray is so innately force sensitive without violating the laws of well luke had a kid well then who was his wife and how would he not remember her and why would he just abandon her? That doesn't sound like something he'd do. Yeah. But she did. But she did say, didn't she say her family? Like, so she's aware that there's. It's more than. Yeah. But it's, I'm saying. But it, it might like, not be her blood but, family. But again, like, if 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 you're putting weight to everything anyone says, it's the same thing of going. Well, then it's like her going. Well, some people drop me off and they're coming back for me that I know of, and then you could say, well, okay, it wasn't Luke then, and maybe it was. It was an Uber. You know, it was like the Baru and Owen. Like, oh, exactly. it's just random people that no one gives right. a shit about. Like. That dropped you off, like, you know, and and you're right, because at the end of the day, that's what sucks us back in, because there's gonna be another one, another one, another one, another one, and now that they have the fucking capital and the fucking leeway, you know, that they might stretch it out over ten fucking movies before, you know, we'll be sixty years old and really not caring by then, or right. maybe we'll care. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I I think one of the things too, though, I mean, again, having hope that the next set of movies are going to expand on this and answer these questions and, and not just constantly open new questions and new side doors and whatever else. Uh, a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I realize it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Cause when you're watching force awakens, you're, you're selling it to different people. You're obviously selling it to literally the next generation of kids that are going to grow up with the next 10 movies or however many it is. And you're selling it to people that already believe in it or know about it, whatever else. So you're ended up with this kind of like homogenized version of it, like a, a cliff notes version of it, right? Of Star Wars. It's like, so you don't, you can kind of like show your kids Star Wars when they're like five, but they're not really going to get it probably or whatever. So you can show them this and it's still kind of the same story. So when they finally do see the other ones, then they'll already kind of know the story. And you're just, it's like a primer where you're just catching everybody up on everything in the last 40 years in one two hour break. And I get it. Like uh, that part of my brain that understands being practical gets why you do that, especially if you're rebooting something. But that's also the problem, is it? It's essentially that, like, and they have a hard time admitting to that and saying, "Yes, we're just starting fucking over, recasting these parts with different type, you know, with the more diversity or whatever else." And it's not so important. The, <laughs> and that's hard because it's like you like to say, "Well, the rest of the other stories are important, but they're not going to be important anymore because you can't you can't ride the Luke Skywalker Darth Vader wave for the next twenty years because at some point." it can't matter anymore. Like it, it can't and shouldn't matter. Like, like just on the very peripheral of her life, like Darth Vader shouldn't matter to her. Like Darth Vader isn't her nemesis. It isn't her, someone that's significant to her. It's right. significant because it might be her grandfather. Maybe it might be her cousin's grant. Yeah. Her, you know, the guy that influenced her cousin to be, bad you know what i mean because then it's like it starts to get convoluted like because then you have to answer all these questions of kylo ren's worshiping his grandfather but someone else seduced him who's obviously darth vader isn't if snoke seduces him and say this is the dark the dark side this is why it's awesome look your grandfather was awesome that would be the person that you wouldn't use as a tool this guy betrayed the dark side so you wouldn't want this guy to worship the guy that went against the dark side 
I'm using quotes. Well, oh, he, but that's well, the thing, but, Snoke, but Snoke says he tells him in the chamber or whatever that, you know, sentiment was the reason that he fell apart. You won't fall through the same thing. You're going to go through a bigger test. But why even so, tell him? Isn't it better if he doesn't even know whose grandfather was? Because maybe they just figure transparency. You're going to feel it. Might, they might as well explain what you're feeling because you're built to feel it. You have the genetic code that dictates you will feel the pull on both ends, yeah. you know, which is, you know, and... and See, there's a lot of technical details I thought they got done. I thought they did really well. Like some people were like, oh, why is Kylo Ren's lightsaber different? They're changing the rules. They didn't. That's what it looks like when someone who's untrained and unpolished tries to make their own. And they can't contain the power from the crystal. And it's got to spurt out two sides, which actually ended up making it look kind of like a classic uh, gladiator sword, right? Mm -hmm. With the handle, the handle guards or whatever. I can't wait to see what it looks like in the next one when he's got a properly pure red glowing one that doesn't have anything coming yeah. out the Why side Duke have and stupid ass because it was meant to be like for his uh fighting style like he he flips it on his hand and so it gives him a whatever it looked terrible it, it was awful <laughs> and it wasn't utilized right you know but but it looked it looked cool right so and it's another for another time but you know um i also thought a lot about darth maul when i saw ray using the staff the way she would fight with it he's the only person that's ever had a double lighted double-sided red saber I could totally see her giving Luke his back and saying, I actually feel more comfortable with a double-bladed good guy lightsaber, which would bring that little thing full circle. It'd be neat to see if the same way Palpatine was preying on Anakin, because he knew he was as a little boy. You go back and watch Phantom Menace at the very end, and he's thanking Kenobi for his bravery, and then you see little Anakin there with his new haircut, and he's like, and you, young Skywalker, will watch your career with great interest. And he pets him, and he has this little wry smile, like, I know who you are because my master created you and we've been waiting for you i was wondering when you'd show up so we could groom you to join us because you're going to be the end-all be-all maybe maybe palpatine tried his hand at that as well and that's where ray came from and luke decided let me spin that and i'll recruit your creation and i mean there's so many ways you could theorize this thing it could go yeah eight million different ways with eight different thousand fan theories or whatever i'm I'm just conjuring up shit based on what i've seen i'm not trying to make shit up out of the blue yeah i'm trying to base it on what i've seen what they've laid the groundwork for and then what seems to be also the most likely because now filmmakers aren't happy telling a story if it's predictable they get mad oh i'm gonna change the ending because everyone's predicted it they put it online and that's the what we're gonna use so terminator did that right like people guessed it or they yeah. found out and so they changed it like who cares yeah. your story's your story if your whole story is hinging on these rev- revelational Revealing things like, you know, the mystery's been un- unwrapped. That That's a bad storytelling. It shouldn't matter, you know, who who it is, you know, because now I know who Luke's father is. I can still watch Empire over all of them and still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, knowing that big reveal's been revealed because that's not the central thing. At the yeah. time it happens, it's huge, but that's not what ties that whole film together. It's just one piece of this really giant puzzle that's really fantastic to watch. So. Yeah. They they did get a lot of technical stuff right. I think the the Star Killer base thing was a mistake. I, I probably just it just seems a little done. Like for the third time we're gonna blow up a planet, and now it's really much bigger. And here's the diagram of the Death Star. This is way bigger. Like I don't care. I don't care how huge it is. I, it doesn't make a difference. Like, yeah. the, where would they have even found the technology to to research that and and. These guys have funding that I can't even begin to wrap how my do, head how around. Do you, how do you how do you even like fundamentally like how do you even cut the core out of a planet to put a machine inside of it without disrupting the gravity of the entire planet? And and it would stop spinning. 
That's what I'm saying about, <laughs> like, about breaking yeah. your own rules. Like, I can totally live with, you know, lightsabers and force powers, but, you know, doing stuff like that, it's like, really? You're like carving, they're, they're making the, the, gen, the, the DNA and the physics of a planet seem unrealistic now because from a from a distance you can see this giant thing carved out but it's the size of a planet that's like making a weapon that's the size of from san antonio all the way to like london just some giant beam that's like that big some hole that's gonna shoot a bullet out i mean it's just silly that i just those are those little jump the shark moments that i kind of get annoyed with i'm like really guys like you couldn't have thought of something and then when it happens when that planet gets destroyed no one's even (laughs) sad about it there's not even yeah. like a grieving moment there was there was more grieving in the early movies when obi-wan felt it and alderaan wasn't even his planet and he yeah. felt it mm-hmm. you know like stuff like that you know those are those little details where i wish you could make a movie and everybody sit around and watch it and then be like okay so this is what we made and you bring in a whole nother set of people that weren't involved in making it that aren't invested in it to just yeah. tear it apart and then be like, oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. And then yes. go back and do pickups and reshoot some yeah. things and then but really I wonder, tighten it I up. I wonder if it's the flip side of sometimes that is what happens. Because, I mean, most of these, most of the big studios, when they, you know, before they release a movie, they they do release it out to focus groups. And they let, you know, people do influence what happens in movies. They say, oh, I don't like that character. I don't like mm. this character. What do you, do you like about it? Well, I didn't like that it was too different. And why isn't there more something like this Death Star? Because that'd be cool. And if enough people say that, they go, oh, okay, that's what people want. Yeah. And sometimes that is the case. I think it's like, and then going back to that I same idea of like, sometimes the over-collaboration watering something down when you just go let someone take a shot and if they're fucking wrong, they're wrong. Let them go down in flames. It's fine. And then you just, you know, do the next one, do the next one better. Um, I don't know. But it, it all remains to be seen, you know. Like I, an interesting side thing. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Did you guys see a uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane? Mm-mm. By any chance, uh, you've no. seen it? Just a uh, preview. Uh, it's it's good. It's a, it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's certainly not. Um, you know, I don't even know how they wanted or they, there's no really no true connection to like Cloverfield other than they wanted like to use the title mm-hmm. as if to imply it was a part of not the same story but a part of an anthology of stories about yeah. similar things which which <laughs> again similar. and that's how it's marketed like jj abrams cloverfield and it's not cloverfield but it is and it's blah blah, blah. and and you go oh okay well, and it drip pulls you in you're like wow how is it connected and you start looking up the fucking stupid cloverfield slusho bullshit and trying to see if there's actually a real connection and then you keep reading a couple more articles and you see oh this script was a script written by some other guy that had nothing to do with whatever jj abrams company was like oh we'll make that except we'll call it Cloverfield and change the ending. And there's no mystery. It's a, it's a J.J. Abrams thing where you're like, there's no mystery. You just assimilated something and put your stamp on it as if to make it seem like it's more significant than whatever it would have been. And granted, whatever it would have been without that stamp on it may have not gotten made. Maybe it would have been some Redbox movie no one ever saw. Yeah. But it's a good movie, but he didn't direct it. He didn't write it. He had nothing to do with it, but his name's on it. So that gives it instant credibility. Yeah. Credibility for whatever reason, you know what I mean? Cause like he didn't, you know, he didn't write fucking Cloverfield either. You know, he didn't direct fucking Cloverfield. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, I have a question. I have, well, actually two points. One, if you drop a lightsaber, does it just <laughs> burn through the earth? 
No, because we've seen countless evidence of as soon as someone's hand gets chopped off, the saber disables itself. We've also seen when Where people are be- when people are bested in battle and it just turns itself off. When they throw it, they're using the force to keep the depressing button on <laughs> so that it'll stay on. We're assuming. We're and, assuming. Well, it, it it's it seems obvious, but it's still an obvious assumption. What's never assumption what's never obvious. happened though is that no one's ever dropped one and it stays on. That's never happened. The only time it stays True. on outside of someone's hand is when they're intentionally throwing it, which has only been done by Vader and Yoda. So you're saying that you, you with using the force you can't keep it on for an extended amount of time? You can you, you, you can you can keep it on. It's just once you get bested in battle, you lose your concentration because so, you just got your either hand cut off or you got bested in battle. And so the last thing on your mind is keeping the on button on, and so it just falls to the floor, and then you're picking yourself up. So in, in the first, in the very first, or in Episode Four, or whatever, the very first Star Wars movie, when they went to the Death Star and they had to like turn off the the shields and all that, why wouldn't as soon as they got into the Death Star, Obi Wan Kenobi just turned on lightsaber and dropped it on the floor and let it burn through the entire space station because what if he turned it on and it has one direction to go through the way qui-gon's burning through that door in phantom menace mm-hmm. and it goes right through sheet metal and just goes through space and but it would have never broke, but it would have broken at least the the, the pressurization the in it and everybody would have been sucked out anyways no because we've seen that a death star can be operational missing half its hole <laughs> so <laughs> no but that's I'll tell you yeah that's true <laughs> But I'll tell you well, why. You're assuming I'll those are sealed off. All those non non used. The well, they have those egress doors to go. As soon as the hole gets burst it's up, because it wasn't in the script. There you go. That's it. Well, because even when they That's like it. land ships in, there's no like any sense that there's an invisible wall of gravity or compression. Air, you know, compression. They just like. Yeah, because they're in a they're they're in a world where the direct physics of our universe are similar but not identical. That's so, where they get away with it by being in a galaxy far, far away. Right. It's a whole other galaxy where the, the laws the of physics cease to exist on their stove, as um, my cousin Vinny said. <laughs> Which is why a laser can end in a lightsaber. Where is the, there a, Where the is energy there, only reaches X amount of, like, what, five feet or whatever, and that's it, and it stops. Outside of the, the Ewoks and the Wookiees, are there, more, are, there, are there any more than two of a species in Star Wars? Like a yeah, the uh, aliens, the the butthead Jawas? aliens. No, well, the Jawas too, but the butthead aliens that uh, play the instruments, the ones with the multiple cheeks. The band. Yeah. Oh, there's more of them. Yeah, there's three of them, aren't there? Multiple. Mm-hmm. There's multiple huts. We never see them again, but there's a yeah. family of huts, mm-hmm. and then it's only Jabba. By the time we get to, well, I'm, I'm just wondering. There's, like, there's, pizza, there's an entire the there's an entire family of <laughs> huts, an entire race of Ewoks, and then you see them. Yeah. And there's. Lots of Wookiees. There's Greedos. But you only see three black people in the entire universe. Mace Windu. That's unfortunate. Oh, no, four. I take it back. I'm assuming that the girl that was dancing in the palace was... The green girl? She wasn't... Oh, she was green. Yeah. So she wasn't... She's not black. She definitely wasn't black. She's she's alien. So Mace, She's related to the one that... uh, And Lando. Yeah. Yeah, so three. Yeah. We're assuming that's it. Right. Other stormtroopers or... Orphan troopers, whatever. Mm-hmm. But do we assume uh, that all these different races that you don't see a whole lot of multiples of, like Max Rebo, are there planets where it's just Max Rebo's <laughs> running around? And or, he's the one that got away. He's right. like, he broke out. Right. Or, His band broke out. Or is it just that that's who happens to be in that scene and there's 10 other Max Rebos if, if in the other well, cantina if, next if door? But you think, like, was Jabba's band, you think they were slaves? Like, because they couldn't have taken that job, like, by choice. Like, 
this is a good paying job on the nowhere fucking planet working for a guy that'll kill you if you Yeah, I'm sure that they were enslaved. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they probably had a record deal somewhere. Just that one guy seemed to have a lot of authority, though. The one that is barking at R two. Yeah, wasn't the there multiples like, to him? You're a feisty little one. The, tw- the, the pig the, face the, thing. You'll soon learn some respect. The little droid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. The one that turns R two into a serving tray. <laughs> he seemed to have a lot of authority for being a full like unhinged the, robot. What about those green hog faced things? Weren't there multiples? Oh yeah, there's yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just wonder. Guys. I just wonder because it just seems like there's not a lot of. Was there a family of rancors? Do you think that guy ever got over the death? Do you think that guy who <laughs> wept over the rancors' death? Do you think he ever recovered? I think he it was like a sea monkey. Like you just raised them. He probably just yeah. threw himself in the sarlacc and yeah. was like, oh, "Screw it, fuck it, take me out there." <laughs> Thousand year digestion. I can handle it. I'm down. Oh man. <laughs> Bringing out that tongue in the revised edition so unnecessary. Uh, did not need to see the tongue coming out. It was scary enough with just the teeth and the the and why, intestinal and, wall contractions. That oh, was enough. Yeah. But that even, was but enough. But even in the original, why does it burp? There's, does he burp in the it, original? He does. He goes, oh, that's silly. There's no reason why it would have burped. If why it's not? digesting over a thousand years, <laughs> it hadn't even got anywhere near the stomach. Well, no, yet. but that's the thing is that was he he was making space from somebody that had died a thousand years ago. So does he only eat once every thousand years? I have no idea. I God damn it. I don't have a book on Sarlax. I'm so, sorry. next question, just Puss for fun. Vaginas with teeth. Do we see Boba Fett in episode eight or nine? Did he escape the Sarlacc oh, in I this new not. universe, really or is he did. gone? I hope he's gone, man. Because even if he hasn't, he's an old fucking man. Right. Right? And, he, and he, he was, he's, he's aging at, the proper, at the proper rate of a person, so he's old as fuck. He's as old so as... I, so, I forget. Is he an actual clone, or is he... He's a, clone, he's a clone, but he wasn't given the accelerating process like the other Tamura Morrison clones. He was okay. allowed to grow naturally. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. But that's it. Just so you can see his dad's head get lopped off <laughs> and be yet another child with absolute with, yeah. syndrome. By the worst fighter in all of the movies, Samuel Jackson. Terrible, terrible choreography. Terrible form. He's awful. (laughs) He's awful. There's nothing believable about him being a Jedi that makes sense to me. It's just (laughs) terrible. (laughs) Who says this party's over? Just stop it. (laughs) Yeah. There's some hilariously bad scenes in all those prequels that for some reason... You just... It's hard to let him go, and yet we love those movies. No, I don't love those. That's... um, I mean, I gotta watch them again. I gotta, yeah, as a whole. I, I got, I think, I think at this point, I'm ready to rewatch one, two, and three just so I can connect some dots. Let's I, do a marathon. I think the only problem Let's with them it. is like, I, I don't, I mean, like, I'm whatever about them. Like, I don't like, I don't think they're the stain on cinema, and I don't love them. I don't defend them, but like, they're just boring. I think that's their only like real yes like problem is that they're just fucking boring. Like very. Little happens. It's interesting. How much action is in the movie Heat? Total. It's a three-hour movie. How much action is in that movie? Maybe ten minutes. Right. The opening scene and the ending scene. Right. Uh, yeah. The, like the second bank robbery and the first one. Right. And then the the gunfight in the, yeah, in the airport. And the other two and a half hours of movie is talking. dialogue and talking, talking and character exposition. And honestly, not even that much. You really never get an exposition on Val Kilmer and De Niro's character. But you feel it because they're good actors. And right. They're good characters. Like, even, you know, they say very little. Right. 
And that's what I'm saying. Michael Mann's able to bring these guys to life. I'm invested. I hate that De Niro dies. Every time I watch that movie, I want it to end differently. That's a big deal. You know, when you can achieve that, you know, yeah. I, you see Pacino holding his hand at the end and you're like, damn, like you feel for both of them. Yeah. I feel for Pacino that he had to go through it. Cause he's he did, going, this didn't have to fucking happen. Right. He didn't want to go through that. He didn't, he didn't want to see him again. He would have been pissed, but he wanted him gone. He liked him. Yeah. And, and De Niro had it. He had the girl, he had everything. Didn't have to go back for Wayne Girl, could have let it go. Yeah. And yet I care. And I know nothing about that man's history. I know nothing about, you know, I mean, he's probably the most like that's his straight laced, um, one dimensional, not in a negative way, yeah. like emotionally yeah. vapid character De Niro's ever played, right? And yet you care. Yeah. And, and that's the magic. That's the magic on film when you can watch three hours of no action taking place, almost none, except for like the greatest shootout scene in history and yeah. a really cool opening scene. And yet the rest is character exposition and development, and you're compelled every time. I can rewatch Heat with no hesitation, yeah. ever. If it comes yeah. on TV, everything stops. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll watch it anytime it comes out. I only saw it and, as a kid, and, and that's why you, gotta watch you know, it, man, it's a great movie. Yeah. It, but it's, that's, but that's what the, right? but the prequels lack. That the prequels don't have my mm-hmm. investment emotionally. I'm only oh, invested because yeah, I want to see the Darth Maul saber fight at the end. You know, yeah. part two. Darth Maul too. Now I'm kind of already over those saber fights. I'm kind of over the action. The action lost its luster. So what are you left with? You're left with a story. And if the story is paper thin, then the movies lose their weight. Yeah. And and that's that's the magic that wasn't recaptured from the original trilogy. That's the yeah. thing that you know Abrams was like, let's make sure we go out of our way not to do some of the things Lucas did that we're not going to shit on him, but we're going to openly say out loud, we're not doing certain things. Like we're doing mostly, you know, non-CG. We're doing lots of live action. We're shooting on film and we're, you know, trying to do a lot of stuff to be as natural as possible so that it's, you know, more immersive and stuff like that. They're basically thumbing their, you know, finger at him in, in little sideways jabs when they do all of that. But at the end of the day, I think what they crafted was far better than what would have happened if they tried to do their own thing. I think, you know, I didn't know we were going to get such a groundwork laying film. I didn't know it was going to be this slow on the story. I thought there'd be a little bit more forward movement, Mm -hmm. but I understand. I guess they're not going to have this gigantic scope in mind. It's going to be a little bit shorter sighted. And so we're going to see a very tightly wound story that centers around Luke, Ray, Finn, and, and Poe and Kylo. That's going to be your, those are your five people really that this is going to center around. And then whoever the bad guy really is. So BB-8, now that uh, R2 is awake, does BB-8 just go away? No, they're, they're a tandem now. You saw the way they did the map where one guy had half the map, the other had the other piece. So one can't exist without the other, basically. So they're basically setting up that they're both going to be important that from kinda, now on. That almost kind of leaves out... 3PO now because 3PO had nothing to do in this first one like he's other than going don't you want to know how I got my red arm so I can have a comic book series about it like (laughs) nobody gives a shit now he's out dry yeah you think think R2 will ever tell him that Darth Vader created him you think he'll ever let him in on that secret one day when when R2's finally getting ready to die (laughs) like when his motherboard's giving out and he's like there's no more updates for my iOS like (laughs) and he's just like 3PO just want you to know Darth Vader made you. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I put up with you all these years, you fucking oh, terrible stepson. That's funny. So, and and that's the thing, right? Is that is that uh, C three PO had his memory wiped, but R two didn't. Correct. 
Okay. That leads further into the Arches Correct. of Jackass. Yes. The, pro- <laughs> the protocol droid's mind was wiped by Jimmy Smith's, but R2 was left alone because apparently he doesn't speak a language anyone understands, except for everyone that talks to him <laughs> understands yes, him. exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know I, this is all based on the movies up to now and then the uh, scenes from Rogue One, so I think uh, the next one will probably be after Rogue One, maybe even... I don't know if we can hold off all the way till the next, till the next uh, uh, of the episodes. No, we'll probably we'll, after Rogue we'll One. We'll cover the movies after they come out. Yeah, yeah. we'll cover Rogue One. We'll, we'll see that. what happens. Well, cautious optimism. If yeah. we're alive in a year, if, if we survive, it's hey, been a while. The year after that, wood, it's been a while. Geez. Or the year after that. Just saying, man. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> <laughs> First orders coming. <laughs> <laughs> this, our planet may be Starkiller Base and you wouldn't even know it. There could be a big old cannon on the other side of the planet and it's gonna get blown up. I'm gonna give you now. the uh the Wayne the Wayne Campbell. Does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well thank you so much everybody. Uh this is uh, either gonna be a one jumbo episode at two and a half hours or it's gonna be split in half. I'm, you could do you should do uh, like twenty twenty eight minute episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll fill us up for the next maybe you should chop months. off the first 20 minutes that wasn't even related to to the movie well i'll do some editing i'll do some editing don't worry and then for those of us for those of you who want to support us on our patreon patreon.com slash it's a guy thing podcast i don't know you'll see it in the show notes but support us maybe we'll throw some extra bonus stuff in there and you can hear uh people say some really really bad things because we do that too yep Pay some money. Here's some cuss words. Uh, more cuss words. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. <laughs>